this is Shara Johnson, and you are listening to Undiscovered Worth the Podcast. This season is all about the art of difficult conversations, both the ones that we have with ourselves and the ones that we have with others. Um, so the best method that I use to connect with myself is through writing. I write about my feelings, my fears, anxieties, things that happen, the dots of my past I've kind of connected to my future and present, um, my hopes and my dreams, everything, right? So when I've reached a place where I'm unable to write, um, fearful of articulating my feelings and my reality, I kind of take that as a signal that there's more than likely a space that's been tapped that's in need of acknowledgement or healing. So while the initial motivation for the theme of this season came as a result of my parents' surprising but not so surprising divorce announcement in 2018, um, the other big catalyst was separating from my husband last summer. So I thought that our issues and my reasons for leaving were isolated, that, you know, we were just like two people who had, you know, perhaps outgrown each other or that we are just too different. I didn't really understand that we were actually just each carrying our own past experiences, our families, past experiences and collective experiences into our marriage. So some of the most important conversations that you can have are with yourself, but Some of the most important relationships that you form early in life are with your family, your parents. And so we really take those experiences consciously and unconsciously along with us in life. Before I could even address the mess that was my marriage, I actually had to address my family baggage. But before I could even sift through that, I actually had to understand denial, deflection, and trust. So that's what we're going to talk about in this mini episode. Something that I've realized about myself is that I actually have the tendency to explain away my life experiences like, oh, well, it could have been worse or at least it's not as bad as this or that. I used to think that just the sheer acknowledgement of anything less than what I considered to be positive was just me being overdramatic or oversensitive. And being fully aware that millions of people in the world are dealing with much worse circumstances was essentially grounds for me to justify not, quote, bitching about my own life experiences. But honestly, comparing trauma for trauma can actually be a really dangerous slippery slope, um, especially when it's done to invalidate the experiences of another person or ourselves. It in my opinion, cuts off our opportunity to hold space for truly honest conversations that can lead to healing. I used to say things like, um, I don't have a right or a place to feel bad about my childhood because I know people firsthand who have had it much worse and have actually struggled. And so that's literally what I told my therapist, Teresa. And so looking back now, that scene was kind of funny because it was like her staring at me and me staring back at her. It was kind of like that Diddy meme. Um, but what I thought at the time was this like impeccable show of resilience and resolve and humility was really anything but because there was actually so much pride and ego wrapped up in my deflection and my commitment to the avoidance of my past. And I was essentially saying, you know, like I'm not as messed up as those quote other people. As a society, I actually don't think we do a good job of looking deeply at our suffering or the suffering of others. If we look and acknowledge then what's next that's kind of the question that i used to ask myself so i think that we're actually deflecting all the time 
You know, we don't make eye contact with those experiencing homelessness. We victim blame those who find themselves in painfully traumatic situations. We oftentimes find ourselves at a loss for words when a friend receives sad news. So we say things like, you know, let me know if you need anything, which really only puts further burden on them. So how do we step out of this trap of denial? That's a question I've been asking. (laughs) So, you know, for me, basically, I had to find another person who could I could trust to hold my suffering with me. Um, and as a caveat, I would just, I just want to talk a little bit about what my definition of suffering is. So I kind of consider it more in the way it's defined in like Buddhist teaching. And I'm definitely not an expert from, so, you know, don't judge. But from my understanding, um, you know, Buddhism talks about three kinds of suffering. So one is physical and emotional pain. The second is basically caused by the fact that life is constantly changing. And the third kind of suffering is this all-pervasive suffering. So the best description that I've been able to find for all-pervasive suffering is that feeling when it seems like everything in life is going like so well and you feel like you're on cloud nine and everything's great, but there's still like that little bit of insecurity or anxiety that all of that is just going to like go away. So the third kind of suffering really speaks to this intrinsic instability of life. So I can look back now and see that I was really experiencing all of those forms of suffering. And I didn't realize it at the time because I was in it, but had it not been for the fact that I found Teresa, I wouldn't have come to the awareness of it. And I think that a lot of us are not able to recognize what suffering looks like and feels like aside from the blatantly obvious. But imagine suffering being this kind of spectrum, ranging from faint unsettledness to agony, you know? There's this whole range of other forms of suffering in between, like disappointment, aggravation, anxiety, desperation, stress, um, impatience. But on a macro level, we deflect um, and don't truly acknowledge that those are forms of suffering. We only really think about in, in in the extreme of like the kind that we see on TV shows or on the news. So I believe that the trap of denial ends where relationships begin. And I'm not talking about those like casual relationships where you reach out every couple of months through text or you go out for lunch occasionally and you talk about like pop culture or work. I'm, I'm actually talking about honest relationships with depth. And to be honest, I am actually working on that like trying to think through like how can I form these greater bonds and deeper intimacy with people I consider friends and loved ones so you know during this whole time like I've needed Teresa there to hold a mirror up to my face so that I could face reality and I think that we all need those kinds of people in our lives the kinds of people who will kind of guide us to and through so if I'm being completely honest I wasn't aware of my suffering because I don't think I really wanted to be. You know, in the last episode, my friend Gina um, talked about, you know, once you acknowledge, then you're essentially responsible for the next action. And I didn't really want to be responsible because I didn't know if I could be responsible. I didn't know if I was strong enough, brave enough, resilient enough, just enough enough. <laughs> so my first session with Teresa was mostly tears. And, <clears throat> you know, it was... 
not even like 24 hours before that I had moved out and gotten my, like moved into my own apartment. And so I, at that point in time, had like no ability to see any good in my distant future and I barely could see any in my immediate future. So it honestly felt like a blur. And I just remember asking her like, am I gonna be okay? Am I gonna be okay? Because at that time I didn't think I had enough hope to know for sure on my own. And so she said, you are going to be more than okay, but you have to be willing. And that kind of started my journey back to myself. So trust. We have to be able to trust in others and trust in ourselves to hold the suffering long enough to nurture and to collectively heal from it. Many of us, and I literally say us to include myself, (laughs) do not trust ourselves to believe that we can handle our suffering and our pain. And so we don't talk about them. And we lead ourselves to believe that if we don't talk about them, then they'll just magically go away or they somehow won't affect our present or our future. So I really challenge you to go to that, quote, dark and scary place of your past. And if you're anything like me and you can't do it on your own, then I really encourage you to find someone who can go there with you. We all have those places in our lives that are in need of healing. The pain points that when touched cause us to feel those varying degrees of suffering. Um, And they also compel us to cause suffering to others. So I personally am growing in self-trust every day. There was a time when I would literally second guess everything and turn to everyone else for answers and validation. Uh, It is exhausting and I still do it from time to time, but I don't do it nearly as much. Um, But getting to a place where I'm doing it less and less often didn't happen without taking a walk through my past and unpacking. So trust in others and self-trust led me to being able to hold more conversations with those that I love, like my parents, Akil, and my friends. And I hope that I'm not saying this in a way that like makes it sound like it's super easy because it's not. It takes a lot of work. Um, it's one of those things where you don't realize really how much work has been done until you look back. But like when you're in the midst of it, it feels like you aren't really making a whole lot of progress. Um, but, you know, denial and trust, those are two key elements that I had to address in order to have courage to face my own baggage, my family, my life choices, my marriage. I used I used courage a bit lightly because I was actually scared as hell as I walked through it the whole time, but I did it. And I have all the confidence in the world that you can too because you're capable of caring more, much more than you realize, and you are stronger than you realize. So yeah, that wraps up this mini episode. I, as always, you know, I just really hope that you take this and you maybe apply it to your life, that you find it empowering enough to go and have conversations with other people and discuss this, you know? Um, With that, I will conclude this episode. You've been listening to Undiscovered Worth, the podcast. If you enjoyed, be sure to rate, subscribe, and share with others. Also, be sure to follow Undiscovered Worth on Instagram and Facebook.